All right, all right, all right, all right, then. Well, welcome in, everybody, to another episode. Episode 26, in fact, of the Rabbit Hole Sessions. Your favorite rodents are rabbits rodents. Uh, <laughs> are they? I, don't I actually don't know. So. I actually I don't, don't know. know. But we are. Okay, fuck it. it doesn't nice. Yeah, you're right. We are. <laughs> so it's another scintillating session down the rabbit hole. You never know where you'll end up. Uh, yeah, you know how we do. We use v- vocabulary. There's a dictionary right here behind me. There's no video, so they can't tell if I'm lying. But anyway, uh, IBTOD, Tyler on demand, Tyler, Durag Todd on the pod, ready, here to go. The Mad Hatter for this rabbit hole session. The Mad Ragger, maybe, instead, because I got the Durag. That's pretty good, the Mad Ragger. We got Emilio, Alice himself, ever curious, ever questioning, (laughs) getting himself into hijinks. All reliable, Mr. Emilio Guido. What's up, homie? How are you? Not much, chilling. And young dream. James with a smile bigger than that Cheshire cat. Look at that. Look nice. at that. Sir Churro is here with us as well. We got the whole team in session. Sir By the Churro. way, Emil- yeah, exactly. I was about to say, Emilio, yeah. we upgraded him last time. We tried to record and it didn't come out again, but uh, on that pod, um, um, what's his name? James was anointed to Sir Churro. We've graduated from Churro Boy. This is true. I am now Sir Churro. I did the scepter and everything. I was like, hey, you know, whatever the words are. And here, hey, sir. you're a knight now. Here you go. Exactly, and it worked. <laughs> and look, look, he's been doing better ever since. Look at him. His brother got married. His beard looks better. James is doing really good. He still doesn't have his own Zoom account though, so I don't know what that's all about. I'm not doing that. I don't want them to have my information. What do you mean, I'll Zoom? Never have you don't want information. Zoom specifically? Why? Zoom. I don't know. But why? I don't know. Oh, you're jesting. Actually, me. I was okay, in okay. a uh, marketing management class, and yeah. they were telling me. Hey, be careful. There's lots, lots of stuff that Zoom's not telling you about data and what they're taking. But what, do you, what are they taking that everything else isn't taking? Well. That you use. I don't know. Like, what are they taking? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> well, you got to think. They are taking video <laughs> and Audio. microphones. So, yeah, they're getting pretty much everything. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Mapping out the room that we're sitting in right now. Mm-hmm. That's why we need the in-person one. We control what people can map out. You know, once now they know how I space. look and talk. Mm, now they can recreate you perfectly. <laughs> They're going to start sending your voice like through uh, like uh, calls and stuff without the video on. Oh Actually, God. they'll just loop some video together to loop with the audio. Oh, dude, this is crazy. It is. You're right. It's, it's like, have you, ever seen the, uh, you ever seen the videos where it's like Obama raps, you know, Slim Shady, please stand up or whatever? Yeah. They've clipped. It's going to be like that, but so much smoother because it won't just be some YouTube Have asshole. you heard of deepfakes? <laughs> like, like real <coughs> hardcore deepfakes? Is that what? No, what is that? Those are the videos where like... Um, They've like almost it's it's like photoshopping someone's face and making them say things, but it's really good. Like it looks real as shit, but the videos are all fabricated. Right. People I heard just recently ridiculously good at it, and it's kind of scary. I, th- I thought I heard semi recently, maybe in like last few months, that there was something about <clears throat> like Jay Z's voice being faked and like super super well, and there was like a super AI that was faking his voice and going around the internet and like. People thought it was actually him, so. Wow. It's getting pretty sophisticated, man. They, yeah. they got us. They got us. <laughs> <laughs> they got us. And it's true, dude, because they really got... Okay, wow. Maybe we get into this later, but <laughs> maybe we can get into the basilisk <laughs> thought experiment, but that's definitely a second half of the pod topic, because this kind of uh, wraps into it a little bit, but... Emilio said he had some topics he wants to start us off with today. So this okay. is a special treat, listeners, episode 26. <laughs> Emilio, would you like to take us away? Um, sure. Um, I guess first we'll start, uh, I'll talk about me first, I guess. And then, uh, my next question, yeah, involved my next topic, I guess, involved you, uh, Tyler slash TOD. Yeah. Mr. Durag. 
Yikes. Anyways, yeah, maybe so maybe I forgot my question. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I was um I had kind of briefly told Tyler about it before um the podcast started, but I my morning started out super shitty. Um I broke a glass this morning while doing the dishes and I cut my hand. And then later, um, not too long after, like, so I started the day trying to do dishes. Fuck that up. That's good. Started making breakfast and um, dropped an egg on, like, a carpet. So Ooh. that fucking blew. Yeah, oh so it just, God. like, In your new so I just apartment. stopped. <clears throat> so I just stopped and I went out. I just sat outside for a little while. Yeah. But, um, and it's, cause, so I'm, like, super angry. I'm just really angry. Yeah, and, let um, it out. Yeah, and, and, uh. So I'm just stuck. I'm just kind of like feeling angry and there's like these negative thoughts and it's it's in these moments in which I try to find this is these are the moments in when I try to use stoicism um, mm. because I feel like it's always hard for me to explain and uh, stoicism to other people. And I feel like um, it's in these moments and when when stoicism becomes uh, useful and helpful because um, it's kind of because the first to, to explain like the glass I broke was one of um, one of two glasses that I received from. Um, when, when I was doing press and stuff for, um, laugh now, the documentary, um, Theo and I went to, um, the Arlington Catholic high school to talk to, um, students there. And as a gift, they gave us, um, like an Arlington Catholic scarf and a hat and like, um, a set of, um, glasses with their, you know, insignia or signature or something on it. And um, I really, I really love those glasses. Mm. And um, I was washing them and one of them broke. And I was just so, I was just so pissed to have broken that, like that particular glass. Right. And, and then same thing with like, I dropped uh, like an egg on a carpet and it's like, fuck, I actually like <laughs> this carpet. And, <laughs> and I wanted that egg. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's, God damn it. Yeah. And now I got to, I just wasted an egg. So now I, you know, I got to get yeah. another egg. And, um, and then, so stoicism kind of just helps me, um, cause it tries to separate your perception from, um, what you're really seeing. And because everything that I was talking about, it's all, it was all material based, things and they were all things that can be replaced mm. and they were all um even the thing i was most pissed about was the um just getting the the glass broken and the memory that's tied to the to the glass but it's just a glass i have plenty of other ones right. and at least i have another one and so i'm just like trying because i'm so pissed and and so it being pissed only breeds these negative thoughts and so i i myself have as a person who I think I try to run with logic a lot of times in my life, in anger, there is no logic. And mm. so I'm trying to, so how, do, how does one stabilize themselves with logic when they're angry? And so that's when stoicism helps me try to, prov try to infuse logic and objectivity in a moment where there isn't any. Right. And so so that's why I like I, and I need positive or neutral thoughts to kind of repeat and and eliminate the negative ones. And that's just how my brain works for some reason. And so I don't know. That's how stoicism works for me. And that's how stoicism has come to to help my life. So <laughs> I, I don't mm. know if, if it can make more sense to other Though, people or be helpful to do people. Do you recognize yeah. the emotions you're feeling right when they hit? Or is it like you are angry for a little bit and then you start? Like no, I I think I recognize it while it's while they're still going on, and I think that actually makes me even more angrier, um, sometimes, 
Um, I think the reason why I'm able to recognize it now is because I've been in these moments before and I've done stupider things when I've been angrier. Mm. So I know of the consequences that have happened to me in the past. And so I try to um, remind myself of them. So I stay within um, limits and... And then so that's when I start thinking about, well, how do you, you know, you don't want to get to the places in which you've been before. So how do you, how do you just get rid of the anger? You know, how do you, right. because otherwise it just sits there. It can just sit inside you and the negative thoughts can just sit inside you. And so I don't, and, and so that, yeah. And, and so I don't, because I don't want the rest of the day to continue with, you know, this vibe or start off this way. And, and like, because everything's, it's all in my control, how I'm acting you know, right. and how I'm thinking, it's all in my control. So trying to actively think in a different way about my thoughts, I guess, or, you know. Dude, so. that's interesting because, James, we talked about it, I think, on one episode where or I think we were all over there. But we talked about um, like consciousness going against nature, right? Because like you said, mm. you're in control of all these things, technically your emotions and how you feel. But in those moments when I'm angry or when I'm depressed, like I can't just snap myself out of it. I, and I feel trapped almost in it. And I think that's what you said. It's like if, when you recognize it in the present and get angrier, I feel like I'm caged in, surrounded mm -hmm. by anger, surrounded by like sad, and I can't break out of it. So it's like, why is that? It, shouldn't it be so easy to just bring it under control if they're all yeah. supposed to be like working from the one brain? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't it be like a light switch? I can be able to turn anger on and off, which that'd be interesting because then when, you, when would you turn it on? <laughs> and, well, and then it's like wow who are you if like you're purposely turning anger on like what does that explain i was gonna the say context? actually i uh so i don't think i'm stuck i have people that like a lot of friends that consider themselves more stoic. can we just wait, briefly just quickly define exactly what that means do you want to define an Emilio? i mean i don't like I don't, to say I'm, you're stoic or say because that's what i was gonna ask next is where you were connecting what exactly part of your story was the stoicism part was the separating of well the, stoicism some, i don't i don't think stoicism's like i don't like stoicism as an adjective to describe someone because that adjective is basically what you think of when you think of clint eastwood and like huh. you know charles bronson um right. and those kind of like no emotion um characters um i think of stoicism more as um a verb uh as a as a practice um as philosophy generally is uh. so so when I think of stoicism, I mean it's more of just a it's it's a it's a school of thought or type right. of thought where you're trying yes it's a process it's an ongoing process and where you're constantly trying to remain um, objective um, in tune with kind of nature and the n natural basic elements of um, existence um, the basic elements of what exists around you mm -hmm. um, being present. Um, and so th there's, it's, there's like bullet points that I think are yeah. stoicism. I don't, I don't think it's a, yeah, Not I don't think it's thing. an adjective. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Sorry, James. What were you saying? Um, I consider myself almost like the opposite of that. I don't, I let, I let myself feel every emotion that I go through because I, I, I'm an emotional person at my core and I, and I recognize that. And originally I wasn't in control of those emotions, but, um, I hit a point where, like I wasn't, I was apathetic towards a lot of things and there was no emotion, right? So after that, I wanted to live my life where I was aware of every emotion that I was living through and letting it happen if I wanted it to happen. So it's kind of similar, mm. but I think like when you said who lets themselves feel anger, right? I let myself feel it just so I know that it's there mm. and there's a reason for it. And I figure out that reason after. Mm. 
You know, yeah, what I you mean? don't so necessarily have to uh, act on it. Yeah, it's a yeah, possession thing. Yeah, yeah. right, no, no, right. Yeah. Oh. I'm not like breaking more glasses after I break one. You know. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> so um, it's okay. So you use it to like figure out like what? What do you mean you use it when you say? Because you... like that's more natural to feel that emotion in the moment. Mm. So there's a reason for that emotion to come out in that moment. Mm. Um, this is usually when it's more complex, like when it's like a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You look thing, deeper. You know, yeah, like, yeah. You're arguing with someone, like you're mad for a reason. Right. Um, it's like, why am I still upset about this? Yeah. Like, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, keep going. So the thought and the logic comes after feeling that emotion for me. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying that's like the best practice because it's definitely gotten yeah. me in trouble a couple of times, but I think it's more true to who I am as a person. Right. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. I, and also, for the record, I'm also not saying I'm not an emotional person who doesn't oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. respond emotionally. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm, I. <laughs> There are there are times that I, I think when the emotions need to be in check, mm. um, in order to, for me to live and act the way I want to live and act and portray myself. Yeah. There, there are things that I want to do, um, and part of that is controlling my thought because I think because to me I I don't know how it is for all of you guys but I know, uh, my mind has been like the the biggest can be the biggest detriment to to me, um, and just the the negative thoughts that I have about myself or towards mm -hmm. myself. So stoicism has been the way in which, um, you know, it's a it's a form it's like a form of therapy. Um, yeah. You know, trying to in trying to help myself basically. So yeah. It's, and it, yeah. Sorry, go go go. No no no, that's it. When we look at when you guys are mentioning you know emotional type of person or stoic type of person all these things i don't you know i don't even look at them as opposing things right like mm -hmm. just cuz you're one doesn't mean you can't be the other i look at them more like a like a like a video game you know in the stats of a character you got strength dexterity constitution <laughs> whatever you Fall all out. have the same framework of stats but they're arranged differently right and yeah. you go throughout the adventure or quote unquote or the game and you choose which part of your stats or your life you change you adapt and you whatever in hopes of your character playing the best way, right? Like if we all played Fallout, like you just said, or Skyrim, like there's a bunch of ways the character can take shape and that you can go through the story, right? And you can still get to the end. You can still complete your goals. So I think it's kind of the same with this like way we treat emotions or way we try to organize our mind, dude, and get this thing under control, honestly. That's what it we, is. We live in and are something that we don't understand, you know, which is our mind. We don't know anything really yeah. about it. It's an organization of, of my thoughts and, and because there are, are times where I'm just so flooded with negative thoughts. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, it's one thing to say, oh, just get rid of those thoughts, but you have to replace them with something. Right. And I don't know what that is to replace them with. And so I've turned to, you know, stoicism to help me kind of figure out how to flush those thoughts away and replace them with newer, more hopefully progressive ones. Mm -hmm. Um, the meeting but is about to, yeah. I was just about to say. Let's restart and come back because I want to keep going. Yeah, okay. fuck you, James. Oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. Fucking this sheet for the night, she my boo. She slamming summer, she's you or a suit. Ha. 
you know what it do. Morning come, gotta give it a boo. Fucked up my book, it's round two coming through. Stock me a few, give me the loot. Uh, I'm with the team, we can add more. All that we speak, it be facts, ho. Kazi and TOD slap, yo. I'ma be running it back, though. Bring more through the back door. Want that pour right in my cup. Things in store, world tour. Planet wild, we roll one up. So get it now with the ground floor. Talk about other nah, things. Nah, nah, enough <laughs> with the nice shit. Enough with the wholesome yeah. things. Enough no, with the pleasantries. Fuck listening. It's to, yeah, fuck, fuck rap. <laughs> yeah, fuck Fuck podcasts and yeah. speaking and shit and microphones. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's time for Defendant James to come to oh, the stand. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell. I didn't do Bang. it. Yeah. All right, this is getting better every order. time. Yeah, that's right. It's just a bunch of sound bites that <laughs> are all don't make. What did yeah. I do? <laughs> and it's just—it's gonna sound like crap. <laughs> order in the court. Order in the court. The Honorable Judge Guido is presiding over this case. I am Prosecutor Todd, bringing this case to Defendant James today, and it has to do with one Little Wayne, Little Wheezy. You might be familiar with the uh, the New Orleans rapper. Oh, we are the rap Dwayne Carter. Who he is? Mr. And I, have, I don't know if any of you are familiar. Did you of the not familiar, but. The BET Awards happened over the past weekend. He did a little remix and tribute uh, of with his Kobe Bryant song. Yeah. And he redid it. Did anybody see the shirt he wore? No. I want James to defend it because I think that's something James would like, and I have a lot of questions. I'm look Hold it on. Up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, I'm going to say I'm going to send the link. Amelia, okay. you want to look it up? Or you want me to send it to you? All right. I'll just look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up Lil Wayne honors Kobe Bryant, whatever. Something like that. And James, I need you to defend this shirt because yikes. Is it a, a really long white yes. shirt? Yes. But look at like where the arms are at. <laughs> what is, is that, dude? I'm looking at very low. This is crazy. <laughs> look at this stupid shirt. Look like a ghost. <laughs> look what he takes wait. the jacket off. So what? he's wait. Oh, it's a it's a whole thing. It's not even a t it's not a t shirt. Looking like, like the, I don't know up. what it is. It's like a it's a button up with a like collar. A you know how he wears like looks like a tablecloth. It's like a big ass towel. A he's wearing a towel. <laughs> That's so Wayne though. Have you ever seen? I oh mean, my sometimes God. his dreads are fucking. Look what gross. he takes off the jacket though. Like it looks like that is just the inner lining of his jacket. Like he just split his jacket in half. You know, it doesn't look like it's another shirt because that jacket's also monster. Oh, is look he at in that socks? Dunk. Is he just wearing socks? Uh, oh, no, no, no. I think he's got shoes on. That would be crazy. Are they socks? No, 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 no. Are those socks? Those no. boots? No. I don't know if we're That's looking a... at the same picture. It's just, it's off his There's, feet. It's the... <laughs> just looking at Wayne's feet. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, um, defend it for me, James. Come on. Do I have to defend it? Do you it? like it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't oh, care what okay. celebrities Boo. wear. Oh, yeah. I don't, Cop out. I don't Boo. really Boo. You know, overanalyze Test your skills. what these guys rocking. What, what Sharpen your debate skills right now. Anybody wears. I don't care what Yeezy Johnny West wears. Do you think the rings are too big on his finger? He's making? Look at the rings. Do I think the look rings at them. Are too look big at them. Do you look at the rings? <laughs> look how big they are. Dude, he's do you rich. Think, how do you he's write rich. with that? Do you think he writes? No. Yeah. Wayne doesn't write? What are you talking about? Oh, not... Not his bars, but I meant anything. But yeah, you're right. I know uh -oh. Wayne does it right. Respect the man. Respect the man. Did you hear the song though? Did you hear the verse? Like when he remixed it? Uh, -uh. not the remix oh, version. It was good. It was good. <clears throat> that was it. That's all I saw from the BET Awards. That's all I'm I wanted just James glad to he defend. was there performing. Yeah, like, that's true. That people don't forget about Wayne. I saw a few of the. I don't think people forget. Nah, about Wayne, nah, they do. But I, well, I, think I guess they do. they're not. I mean, maybe not until they forget like, about Wayne. The most recent. 
releases came Can out. Can we make but... Forgot About Wayne? We'll remix Forgot About Dre and we'll make it about Wayne. I think he'll. I think he would really appreciate mm. that. Not because he's on his radio thing now, but he's been having big oh, guests yeah. on Young Money Radio. I listened to a couple, you know, just like spot of spots of the interviews here dude, and there. Dude, does he host it? Is he like the host? He's the or? guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh just him for God, like an dude. hour, and so just talking to people and himself. You know how in um, <laughs> when he does, what's the, what's the mixtape series that he does? Dedication. Yeah, wow, and I'm supposed to be a fan. <laughs> it's um, okay, he's got a lot. So he's got a the, lot. the dedication series that he does, you know how sometimes he does the questions and answers questions at the end? Yeah. But he always like starts off high-pitched and then slowly just kind of gets into a mumble yeah does he do that on the on the podcast i, I, haven't, I haven't listened in, i haven't listened to like a full episode so i'm sure there's spots but from the clips and stuff i've seen it's been pretty good it's still Wayne really? though so it's still like his eyes yeah. are hilarious yeah. he's smiling yeah his hands yeah. are up but it's great dude because he, oh he's talked God, to like to... fauci he talked to air fauci fauci jordan i think he talked to dr dre on the same episode so it's just like a full doctor episode what yeah. <laughs> he spoke to drake dude. he's had everybody nikki was on i think and there was a couple others but he's the boy he's killing it out here we can't forget about wayne wayne's the man anyway that was it all right james i guess that was good enough congratulations you skip out of this sentence yeah. Good job. I didn't even commit. Speaking of black things, though, speaking it. of black. Didn't even know it. What? No, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. You did a good job. But speaking <laughs> of black things, remember how we talked about the fucking black screen on the episode when we talked about Blackout Tuesday and why it was bad and shit? Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to mm-hmm. see some of them come down. I see all you people out there changing your profile pic. Because this is now the profile picture when people will put their. Put it black, right? As in the solidarity thing. I see you all changing it now. Oh, now all of a sudden it's okay. Now you can change it, huh? Because that's why you can't do things like this, man. Like these useless, fruitless actions. Because it's like for limited exactly. times. Exactly. Because like... when you should never take it down. You should never change it back to a pretty picture of you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why? Hmm, look at that. Now we're seeing who did it just for show. You can't pigeonhole yourself like that. That's like a failure of those tactics. And I, oh, man, I just hate it because I feel like it goes against everything. It's just like virtue signaling, flagging, whatever that shit's called. It's like when they put renamed streets Black Lives Matter way or something. <laughs> I don't that nice. actually oh, do? Yeah, I mean, no, I don't I've mind that. that road I don't mind times. that. Does everybody who drives down well, that put road it this way. Give, like money? Every time I see something that says Tyler Street, Tyler Road, I go like, oh, like that's look at that. So imagine <laughs> if you're black and you see black lives matter and it's like oh okay black lives matter street let me walk down that street anytime i see tyler street or tyler road even if it's in the totally opposite direction i walk down it i give it it some steps it'd be funny if black lives matter road was gentrified eventually (laughs) you mean like you know other roads like mlk yeah exactly Exactly. they just changed uh malcolm they changed uh, dudley square to nubian square there this year in boston I don't really know much about that, but that's an area of Boston, apparently. <laughs> but no, actually, it's funny you say that, James, because when I was in Albany a couple of weeks ago visiting um, visiting a scene, we were walking down this one area, and they did have a... Um, they blocked off a road, so it was kind of like a street party type of thing. And the COVID shit was a lot looser up there. Like, there had been not as many cases. They've been open for a little while, right? And so they had kind of like a block party-esque kind of thing that was going on. And on... The, across the whole road that people were walking across it was painted black lives matter and these giant bold black and yellow paint so it's like for one it's like uh, i I mean i don't really like stepping on this right like this feels weird (laughs) that i'm walking on it right so that's kind of strange but then also when we were leaving there was this one lady that just like started talking to us i don't know there's like some there's some wild people up in albany 
<laughs> there's some wild people, but she just starts talking about it. She's like, oh, look, oh, they give us a straight, huh? We're supposed to be upset or, you know, that's supposed to be enough. Huh? Look at that. That's not him, blah, blah, all of that. And look, they're walking on it too. Ah, blah, 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 you know? <laughs> it went on to everything. So I was like, I mean, hey, yeah, you're right. A street is, I guess, one of those. It's an exaggerated one of those, I suppose. I don't know. Because I guess you could argue if someone saw that someone put a black screen, they'd be like, oh, okay, it's nice to know that something, 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 right? But this person can yeah. to change their but profile. But still, at the end of the day, not that, not that wholesome. Not that wholesome. Okay. The main topic last time when James and I tried to record was of statues and everything that's coming down across the country. And Amelia, are you familiar with anything like about this? Do you, you, you know what's going on? I didn't know what you meant um, by statues. Like, mm-hmm. of limitation. Statues. What of, uh, are you talking about? The statues of limitation. <laughs> Wow, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, like literal statues, like of Confederates and of other oh, things too. Now, yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about legal things, like no, 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 no. Nah. <laughs> well, we can't get the legal things because Trump. Well, dude, it is legal now. Trump, yeah, dude, Trump has ten years for vandalizing a statue. Ten years. That is like, so immediately. long. <laughs> yeah, don't, it's a ten-year vandalize. I guess. Hey, it's not statues. I mean, Stick and nothing you should vandalize, but yeah. yeah. No, because the thing is, sometimes Christopher Columbus they're all, needs it. They're all coming down to shit, and Columbus is one of them and shit. But the newest part, like, of this wave of it is they want to take down the ones that are non-Confederate as well, right? And I was explaining to James that my view used to be more like, yes, take down the Confederate ones because the only reason they're kind of up is because of slavery, right? That's what their legacy is at the end of the day, right? And fight and traitors, they're traitorous slavers, right? That's the, really the legacy of Confederate war generals and shit. And um, and I would always be like, okay, but the northern ones, yeah, they own slaves and all that shit, and that's bad, and that should be said. But the statues weren't put up because of that, right? They were put up because of something else. They were put up because they had, like, these forward-thinking ideas. They tried to set up this great country, like, all that type of stuff. They set up this framework. But I've come to switch my mind around to just take them all down. Just I don't think we should have any statues, and I don't just – we can either – do something where the statues physically get moved to like a museum and stuff. But I mean, logistics, that could be hard because statues are huge and not all museums have enough space. So I would just say, okay, just fucking melt them, dude. We don't need the statues themselves. We can just tell the context of the history and remake a smaller figurine. Like we don't need to have a giant ass hundred foot <laughs> deity statue of these yeah. things. That's part of the whole problem is the deity, the deity, T- there we go. There. What are you? So what <laughs> are you talking days. about? Um, like, are you talking about all statues? Are you talking about like the statues that are in like yeah. the Common Ave like pathway for people who have nothing? To Any do statue to that either? is commemorated to like a person or okay. like an idea, because okay. and I was and I was. So I have to explain this into it because it's like, I agree with certain ideas that are behind statues, right? And I disagree with some on a personal level, but. As a society, I think I have to take myself outside of that perspective and have to look at it as a statue is a statement for something, right? It's society making a statement on whatever, that they're on the side of something. And no matter when you do that, there's going to be some other people that are going to disagree with it and it could cause some civil unrest, right? So I'm thinking, why not just take that role out of like society or city or state and just leave that to what is supposed to chronicle history and memory which is museums which is the context fully explained and which is like a better effort to try and fully explain history as much as we can because i mean essentially history is like weird and fabricated and like goes in and out you don't really know but we should try our best right to preserve it as objectively as possible so even though i would love an mlk (laughs) statue to be up personally objectively i don't think it should be just as much as I don't think a Robert E. Lee one should be. And so when they're like, take down Columbus and replace it with something else, like, nah, now you're just, the people who are saying now replace it with something else, I think don't realize that they're actually 
they're doing the same thing as the people they don't like. It's just, mm -hmm. I think it's for better reasons, but it's still the same yeah. thing. And it's that practice that I don't like. So I just have to be against all of it. You know what I'm saying? And we tend to look back on history in the context of our current ideals and beliefs. And so I think in the future, like somehow there's going to be a time when we go back and we're like, these new statues that we put up, they were bad people too, because they did this, that we might accept during our time as normal. But in the future, they might look back and be like, man, that guy was an asshole because he did blah, right. blah, he blah, ate blah, meat. blah, like they, supported right. blah, blah, blah. There could be a time when eating meat will be as bad as slavery. You know, you have no idea yeah. what will happen. Jeez, no, no, you don't know. Like, we have no idea. You don't know. There was a time when slavery was normal. You know what I'm saying? So it's, and eating meat's normal right now. So you have no idea what could happen in the 200, mm -hmm. 300. But you're right. Like, judging, like having these statues as commemorations of the history. And then we just are forced to judge it in the context of our own time because that's all we know. But that's not fair. The standards aren't the same. Like you just can't properly evaluate what that meant unless you evaluate the time period it was in. So you have to do everything. And a statue doesn't do that. A statue is a very one-sided depiction of the story. You know, it's one person. Exactly. And it's, it has one, usually one simple message that it's trying to say like this person was this or this person was that. It's not giving too much nuance, right? So I think it's better served if all of that's more commemorated in dedicated spaces and like museums and shit. Statues cost billions of dollars, hundreds of millions to make. We can't dedicate a wing of a museum. Like we can't build a wing of a museum with that money and then just you also, make smaller I think statues. There's, there's also an argument or a side that you may not be seeing, which is that um, statues, if anything, make the things that you're talking about in museums accessible to everybody who's not who does not have the capabilities to go to a museum. And just because we're students and we have this accessibility in a beautiful place like Boston, Massachusetts, to go into any museum without paying for it because we're students, the general public, public probably at the time when these statues were erected, or even now, there are general people who probably can't, it's easier to walk by a statue and get mm -hmm. educated by that rather than going to mu museum. I also think point. it's hard to. But how many people go to a statue in a park? I'm not saying people are going like... deliberately to a statue. What I'm saying is while people are walking, they're encountering a piece of history or something that's a piece of history that somebody chose was important. Right. And then that's the whole other argument is, you know, someone, a statue tells you someone that it's, that. that it tells, a, st a statue tells you that this is important. Hmm. So, but yeah. I think that's a good point. And then to that, yeah. I would say then the next step would be to, Again, you try and use that type of money and to allocate maybe not a museum, but more like spaces, more dedicated spaces. And like it could be smaller scale type of things. And you just try to in the more accessible places as well. I just think a statue is it's 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 so taking a side where you, we could make a space where it's not taking a side. So everybody can objectively analyze what we are tried our best to collect and then make their own decisions from there. You know what I mean? So that's so it sounds like you're saying museums don't take sides. I don't think they should. But it's interesting you say that because when I was reading about this, there were curators of museums that were saying, oh, we don't want the statues either because they're like toxic. Right. And we one maybe and some of them were like one. We don't believe in some of what the statues believe in either. And then the others also said that, well, now the backlash could go from the state to us if we have the statues. And I read that and I was like disappointed, dude. I was like, really? You're supposed to be. You have, like, there's museums with statues of Hitler and insignia of the Nazis and all that shit. So it's like, you clearly don't have opposition to hosting terrible things in history, which you shouldn't. You're supposed to be the place where we can go and realize this is part of our history. It's not something to be yeah. proud of necessarily. It's not something necessarily celebrate, but it's something to explain and present. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think present a side rather than give the side, right? You don't have and to be anything, the one making that. 
if anything, I feel like people are interested in the works that Same. are related to bad or negative things. Because I remember going to the MFA and there's this one painting in one room that's related to like a picture of um, a ship having gone overseas and it's a slave ship. And it's like there's a lot of black people in the water and there's sharks mm. and things like this. So it's like it's a really weird piece. But I remember seeing Intense. a lot of people around it. I also remember being intrigued by the intense detail mm -hmm. of like that image and that idea. Um, so, so people are interested in those bad and negative things. So who knows? It couldn't, that's why, you know, you know, Hitler's still there. And that's why, you know, maybe they should put Christopher Columbus's statue, you know, they uh, should have there. them somewhere. <laughs> they should exist. Yeah. Definitely. We should know who they were and what effects yeah. they had on history. If not cheaper renditions. Exactly. Why can't we I just make like mean. a painting, right? Or a small yeah. statue. Like why do we have to make a hundred foot thing that's in the park no, on the pedestal? <laughs> For real. Do they like, sell them in the gift shit. store? <laughs> exactly. Let's yeah. just put those that's up. Brilliant. Why don't, why don't we just get hired? They just should just hire rabbit hole sessions. The museums. We need a consultant society. What would we be, society up. consultants? Like, who would we work for? Or who would, who would be calling us in for these <laughs> the ideas? World, yeah. The UN. The UN. <laughs> for humanity. This is how we'll... St oh, my God. We can start a world government under rabbit hole sessions because oh we'll start God. off with our consultation. And we infiltrate it like Parasite, you know, and we take over the operation. You're obsessed with Parasite. It's a good movie. And it, it has, a lot of, has a lot it of... I want to go, go see it in a theater again. I'm so... I, I don't want to see it at home or anything because yeah. I saw it at first in a theater and I really Same. want to go Damn. back to see it there. That would be nice. That is that's yeah. one of those where I wish I could see again for the first time. That was really yeah. that was pretty good. That was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Hmm. That, All of the characters were just so perfect. Mm. They were like like they were so they goofy so but real. so real. Yeah. But like weird, like goofy, not even like jokes. Like the mom wasn't joke. Their motivations but she was goofy. Were just... Like goofy, serious, goofy yeah. asshole, you know, like all that type of shit. She was dude, every time the, she said yeah. something, she just shat on the dad. She was just like, You suck, you're broke, you're a terrible man, <laughs> uh, you suck, you know, all of that. That was tough. What are you about to say, Emilio? <clears throat> I just love how the movie and the story, like how it's orchestrated, how it just how it so smoothly brings us from point A to point, mm. you know, Z. Mm. Um, and the whole transition of this story and this, you know, the build, how it's filmed, how yeah. it's, you know, how it's even told, stuff like that. It's, it's just cool. Mm. It's a cool piece of cinema. That's our yeah. Parasite side dive, people. Please check it I, out. That's that plot. I also, the other, the last few days I watched um, Punch Drunk Love, um, a Paul, Tom Paul Thomas Anderson film from 2002, and then uh, with, starring Adam Sandler. And then I just watched um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. With, for the first time the other day. But those, I mean, both of those, I'm, I'm fucked up, basically. Oh, man. I'll <laughs> check them out. Maybe we can, do, we can do a pod about them. I don't know them. Yeah, I'll have to check sure. Them out. Yeah, then I, I won't say too much about them. They're um, don't. just very, very beautiful films um, in different ways. I wanna, yeah. Can I suggest uh, Good Times as well? Yes. It's got Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah, on Netflix. Um, <clears throat> Is that Twilight? It's uh, pretty cool the guy too. who's from like Twilight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who's also yeah. playing Batman now? Like, oh my! Fuck? Wait, what? Batman. Yeah, he's playing a Batman dude. He's playing. <sighs> yeah, and he's supposed to be. He's also in the Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie coming. What? What is it called? Oh, he is. That's crazy. Pussbag. Yeah. Puss Sorry. Hey, he's cool. Sorry. I like him now. Yeah, he is. Good. He? I don't know anything about. I liked him in Lighthouse. Oh, yeah, some pretty good. Movies. I liked him in Lighthouse. In the Lighthouse. Yeah. Dude, him and I Willem Dafoe is so yeah. crazy. <laughs> so, Willem Dafoe's face is so crazy. <laughs> I love movies that involve like just a few people in a small place, and it just goes and like mm -hmm. Lighthouse is that, and it's just it's just crazy. Them two guys, yeah. Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe.
Them boys, they them boys. So those yeah. are our plugs. Those are our movie recommendations for the week. Check it out. We yep. should make a movie like what's up? What's like the movie version of a book club? Should movie club. You want get the book audience club. to watch movies with you. Talk about them. That'll be cute. One day we can oh, do that. Nice. Guido's book. Yeah. Guido's movie club. Guido's film fest. Film club? Is it a film yeah. club? Yeah, film Guido's club, film maybe. club. Dude, oh, speaking of Guido, that was another part that I wanted to ask you about the statues. Is I saw like a lot of uproar about Columbus one specifically being taken down and Italian American yeah. specifically. And I was just <laughs> like, I've never heard an Italian American ever claim Christopher Columbus in my lifetime. I haven't yeah. seen it like I mean, I'm sure you know that's a bit of an exaggeration. But you know, like it's so that is the one of the rarest sentiments I've ever heard. And then all of a sudden, now it's like, no, no, so I, I wanted to ask you, does, do you feel any attachment to it? Are, is there any communities that you know that are in uproars? No, I don't, I don't think, well, I think um, what's important, not only to what's in your tech, your history textbook is how um, what's in your history textbook is presented <coughs> to you as yeah. a student. And I mean, Christopher Columbus was always presented as, you know, a bad person, you know, despite the grand achievements that he may have had of course you know he, he was, was he? he was a bad for you person. was that what happened when you grew up he was he was presented as bad i don't remember when i was young i i honestly only remember when i, feel I was like it was good when high he was school. young yeah i think in high school i think maybe, maybe it was when we started yeah. to find out he was bad I think he, he when was we like were in high school discovering america yeah he was known like for good that. things but I that's like but younger. that's where it would stop it's like it would stop at he discovered america he didn't go he didn't make it to india whatever then they wouldn't go into all the terrible bad shit i feel like you're right emilio once we yeah. got to emilio once we got to emilio <laughs> once we got to high school that's where they started to tell us about it but it's like my yeah. thing is but columbus when we learned about him i never learned about him being italian like i barely knew that I always the, we always knew him That's as true, related actually. to Spain. Yeah. He was commissioned yeah, by I was Spain. Say, I was exactly, the ships yeah. were Spain. He kind were of betrayed Spanish. his country. Didn't he, he wasn't he, he like kicked, kicked out? out? Didn't they say yeah. no? You can't do it. And so he had. That's why he had to go <laughs> to Spain. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, why are, why are you all mad right now? Like, um, yeah. why now? Why now? I don't really know of any other Italian-American uh, statues in Boston or, or anything. I'm not sure unless it's got like a vowel at the end of the last name. I, yeah. I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't tell if it's an Italian person or not. There was one when I was looking at about a couple statues that got taken down. I don't know if legally or illegally, but in Boston. And there was one in Dallas oh. I was mentioning to James about. And I think one of the Columbus ones, it just like it had it just its head cut off. And that was like... That's that's how they and then they just left it there with the head off. I heard um and that's why there's wild. some there's some place uh oh shit, I can't remember where it was or where it is, but there's a place that it just abolished um like their council agreed to abolish like the police. It was like a twenty Whoa. twenty to zero vote to like abolish um, like immediately. I think that was Minneapolis. Yeah, it was Minneapolis. <clears throat> the entire police department immediately. The, the, that's where it, that was the Yeah, big that's one. where it happened. Wow. Yeah. So they said they decided to abolish their police. So they have they have no like official police force right now. <laughs> they're we're, no, they're figuring they're it out. It. They're Is it actually it. abolished or they're like altering it? They're, I think they're getting rid of it and trying to replace it with a community driven. That's interesting. Why man. can't the, it's just like why can't the cops just be fucking community driven themselves? You know, it's just like put them on the fucking streets with the fucking people. Right. Where, it's dude, it's where are the so... police? I don't see them in good neighborhoods. I don't see them in the bad neighborhoods. Where the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see them That's anywhere. True. That's true. Yeah. You just see them I see them hanging out with each other, talking. I yeah, see that. and just rolling around That's in the true. cars. They sit oh and they just God. scope, and it looks like it's a stakeout all day when I'm just walking. What the fuck, dude? Why don't you walk with me? Why don't you yeah. like you just walk? Said, Get out of your street. car, dude. Yeah. 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 Come on, come on, come on. Exist. I don't know. But at the same time, people have made 
um, being a cop so dangerous though. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying cops don't deserve some of the shit that happens to them, but like sometimes people are fucking crazy towards police. That's true. That's so, true. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. They wear vests for a reason, you know. It's, I it's, agree. It's kind of yeah. So there's that side of it too. It's yeah. I think just putting anybody in a position of power like that, where you kind of have jurisdiction over the law and what mm-hmm. when you get to enforce it. Is bound to have some kind of mental effect on that person. Yeah, and there's just too many. No matter what. There's just too many dimensions to it that have to be addressed along with the police force as well. Because you have to talk about when you say instilling community things and community police. Like that's a whole other set of values that you have to instill and promote in a community pretty quickly, right? If you want to get the type mm-hmm. of effectiveness that reduces crime the same way a, for all intents and purposes, oppressive force, quote unquote, like a police force, right? to keep the peace, right? It's like a coercive force that's doing it. So now you're shifting your society model from coercive force to now rules we live by is like the name of the model. And it's just, this is what we do. These are kind of like the unwritten codes. And if you step out of line, I guess we have unwritten ways to punish it, I suppose. Maybe it's like exile. Maybe it's who knows what it becomes. I don't know. I don't know what that kind of world's like. I've never lived like that. But like most modern societies we live in are coercively backed. Like if you break the law, you'll go to jail, right? Or you'll get arrested, right? So you don't do things because you don't want those punishments, right? So I don't know. It's just, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I I just always thought that terminology was too abrasive for what the message wanted. And what are you talking I, about? Abolish the police. Like I always oh, felt yeah, like that yeah. message was more abrasive than what they were trying to say. Or at least what mm. I think should happen, which is like more of like an I altering don't... or a specializing or a a dividing and defunding and like reallocating. Yeah. And I don't understand like the the defunding, like defund the police. How does that? How does that help solve? Uh, defund them and put that money into organize like um, programs that benefit lower income communities that actually stop like. Okay, so oh, okay, so actually taking the money. Like I thought okay, educating. So yeah, actually not just putting it from nowhere. the police. Okay, or I th- yeah. or even that, or just reallocating, like you were saying, like defund the police and like, you know, put it somewhere Move else in somewhere their budget, else. or yeah. just like yeah, because I've seen plans for that. Because have gone ridiculously yeah, they're, high. Yeah, they're bad. They're the bad. They're bad. Few decades. And every yeah, go and on, I think on. it all started in like the war on mm. drugs. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. That probably escalated it. Yeah. yeah. Budget allocations for and all of the things yeah. that they can move money to that you were just saying, James, like rec centers or like arts community or like radio stations let's say or just things that people can indulge in and become people you know you form yourself through these things right and those all feed into establishing what i was just talking about which was the rules we live by shit and like that helps you form community and culture so that would take away the need for police for more police because now we just all Nah, I mean, I know that guy. I, I was just at, you know, the basketball pl- uh, court with him. We were just at the radio station. We were just doing math over there at our, for prepping for SAT, you know, like just random shit mm. like that. So I think that's I think that's a very strong and good argument for what to do, you know, because then I don't know if I totally believe in no police. I don't think I believe in that. I think maybe some I don't know. I would have to I would have to like fully think about it and try to describe it some more. But I like yeah. the idea of it being severely, think- severely demilitarized. Yeah, current police are like a, a inside military. Yeah. Like a civilian military, yeah. pretty much. And instead of being from the community and like understanding the community and the problems that are going on in them, they just kind of police it. My friend told me once, he's they like, if police aren't from the community that they're policing, what's the difference between that and a foreign occupying force, like a foreign army? Yeah. So it's like you just said, they are basically an inside army. 
So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And community-driven um, initiatives, I think, is the biggest thing. Creating a sense of community rather than putting up, like, um, putting people on pedestals and expecting leaders yeah. to come in and change everything. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing that we haven't done yet is having a giant, organized, community-led movement to fix everything. Right. Because I feel like most of these people, most people in general, um, just kind of wait for some person, a leader to step person. up and start speaking. Yeah, and that's that's the whole problem with like even statues. Like we have statues of people that we thought were big big changes of history or like um, big leaders in the past, and now we realize those people were flawed too because they are mm. human, and we want to tear down those statues because they did bad right. things. So we can't keep putting all of this on. One person. I agree. Case. Maybe it is something it, where we need to have multiple figures in multiple areas of society. You know, like the oath. I keep coming back to the same examples, but the guy that runs the radio station, the woman who runs the rec center, the whoever is the teacher doing the SAT prep stuff, like they become multiple community pillars that people can also gather and support around. So it doesn't become, like you said, one person that has to be the giant stone pillar in the middle that holds everything up that we all look up to. It can be people who are more on the ground because let's be honest, some people can do more things than others, right? And there are some people who are just better suited for some roles of leadership than others. That doesn't mean they're a better person, just means that's their role that they're better at. And if they, if we all do our roles in uh, the times when it's necessary, then we create a better society for all of us. And we, if we all live under that understanding that that doesn't make us better than the other, that's harmonious. Then we then we all good, because we all have to do different things at different times. That could be more or less important. It's a grander scheme, you know. It's more than just the moment and things like that. Communism. <laughs> I mean, in a sense, that's what I got. From I was about that. to say, that's what I got sense, from that last I wonder, segment. I mean, in a sense, I wonder if like like our entitlement, <laughs> our self entitlement, spawned from individualism. It's like we said about the emotions and whatever. I kind of view it's like a spectrum in terms of societies. Like you have to. I don't think just because you're one means you can't incorporate anything of the other. I think it's kind of a mishmash, if you would, a smorgasbord of kind of pieces from here and there. Because I don't think capitalism's totally bad. I think there are bad aspects to it, but I think there are parts that if you try to combine the different <clears throat> types of societies in, you can try to maximize the good parts and minimize the bad as much as possible, right? So I don't know. I think that's an exploration of grander themes that maybe we're not ready for with two minutes left on this meeting so we might have to wrap it up because i do have to go pretty soon uh i have to head out yeah, for the right, more mixing yeah. people the impact ep is coming soon so yeah. you guys want to say anything uh, before we sign off anything ting for the people uh, this was a good one this was a nice common check on your friends. yeah definitely yeah. we're we're in another laugh now's in another festival new york liftoff let's festival. go check so it out find you can go Dude. find the movie at um youtube.com slash E-M-I-L-I-O-G-U-I-D-O. Hey, Amelia. It's good shit. And check out TylerOnDemand.com. You get this podcast, the music, everything. And like I said, Impact EP is coming. Check out the music that's on the streaming when? platforms already. When's TOD. I think July 10th. I want to say July 10th, but that's the tentative date. Uh, that's the tentative date, but that's what we're working for. Yeah, exactly. So look yeah. for it. And it's going to be awesome. The cover looks dope. Can't wait. The songs are almost done. It's fantastic. Thank you, everybody. Another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye.